It's the South Florida Morning Show with in Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Boeing CEO says he takes full responsibility for this. They are working with the NTSB, FAA, to make sure these aircraft will be 100% safe. Yeah, that's what Boeing wanted. Now yeah, we have sure. to talk to senators and congressmen about the, about the plane problems. And they got another one. Let's go to Atlanta yesterday. Wow, it looks as though the, the nose wheel came off in your Delta plane there. And is it Boeing? Yes, it is. Go to 982. This is the aircraft looking at you. you. One of your nose tires just came off. It just rolled off the runway uh, behind you. So that's on the 982. Uh, tower, sounds like we've got a problem. Uh, yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Was the plane rolling down the runway when the wheel fell off? I think it was stationary. Okay, it was at the gate. But the, the wheel gate. was rolling down. <laughs> but if this if this other pilot hadn't seen this Delta That's right. aircraft wheel fall off, would they have known it fell? You would think that alarms go off, right? I, isn't there a sensor that tells you the wheel's Something, off? Something, you know? So all of the... It, it was full of passengers. They all disembarked safely. Everybody's fine, but... Again, another uh, Boeing thing. You know, again, there will be a scratch on a Boeing plane, and it's going to make news these days. I get it. Everything's amplified, but that's a pretty bad one. Well, and, and let's not forget the door falling out, out well, of the Alaska Airlines flight, which, by the way, Alaska Airlines grounded all their planes. Yep. I mean, all of their planes. And they found, at least on the 737 MAX, the one that had the, the door plug blow off, they found all kinds of loose bolts. And I'm, I'm like, okay, so you found loose bolts where? How does They that just happen? said loose bolts. I'm like, on the doors or like on the wheels or on the wings? Where are the loose bolts? And how loose? Yeah, I mean, is it because somebody just went, as what was Jay Ratliff telling us? They don't have any, uh, you know, impact drills. They just do it by hand. Swish, swish. <laughs> like, okay. Hand tighten. Like, come on, this is like taking your car to the, the auto body store and they put your wheels back on after they rotate them by just hand. And they, you know, put the lug nuts on that way. Scary. Well, that's why. The guy you heard there to open up the segment, that's Alaska Republican Dan Sullivan. He uh, was talking about it as a senator because of Alaska Airlines. And Boeing is ordering a one-day quality stand-down today. Mm -hmm. One of its big factories, this one in Washington, has concerns over safety mount. First of many stand-downs planned at the aircraft maker's factories around the world. So I would assume the one they started with, maybe that's where that Alaska Airlines plane was made. Mm, it might, I mean, it's got to be. It's, it's uh, you know, and, and when we talked to Jay Ratliff on uh, Mondays when we talked to our aviation expert, he said Boeing has now been overtaken by Airbus's. Airbus is the largest supplier of planes. I mean, that where would Boeing, do it. Where Boeing used to be king. Not anymore. The, that's here's, sad. Here's a statement from Boeing. The workers at the plant will get together to work on quality issues and come up with concrete plans. Here's a plan. Lefty Lucy, righty tighty. <laughs> yeah, and use pneumatic tools, please. <laughs> Make sure it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. I, I mean, <laughs> it's horrifying, but we have to laugh. Otherwise, you'd go nuts. Well, I, let me tell you, I, I got news for you. I bet you a bunch of people, when they now get on a plane, first thing they look at is as they're walking on the door. And two, uh, what kind of plane is this? Oh, I, I mean, for the first time, it was Sunday, Sunday night, I'm driving my daughter to uh, PBIA to fly back up to New York. First time she's ever seen, she said, Do you think this is a. This isn't one of those Boeing planes, is it, that had the problem? I uh, see. Said, I don't think so, honey, but I don't really Was know. It? No, oh. it wasn't that one. I, I said I, they ground, they, I, they're I, checking those ones. Don't I, worry. I like the text that she sent you, though, when she landed. Yeah, landed. <laughs> Didn't get sucked out of the plane. <laughs> Door's still on. I sent back a thumbs-up emoji. <laughs>
Good work. <laughs> Good work. I'm glad you made it back there today. Uh, here's people who tighten their bolts. NASA is going to pay tribute today to those who lost their lives while furthering the cause of space exploration. It is a day of remembrance for NASA. Yeah, they go all the way back uh, to the Apollo 1 mission. Yeah. They talk about uh, the shuttle's Challenger in Columbia. Uh, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson, uh, he's ancient, but uh, he was an astronaut, and he was one of our senators at one point. That's true. Uh, he's been to space. Yeah, he's been to space. He talks about, he starts, they do a whole presentation. It, it's it's quite tearful, actually, uh, when they show all the footage of first Apollo 11, and they show all the astronauts that, you know, died on the launch pad when it blew up and burned. Uh, and then, of course, we all know what happened with the Challenger and yep. the Columbia. They show, and when they show the Columbia, it's kind of eerie when they show the columbia tape they show a warehouse full of all the parts of the shuttle that they recollected Jeez. after it you know blew up coming back down uh burned like a, up because was it was uh, it was the heat shields right yeah i think yeah, that I think one was with columbia it was over texas yeah that debris um, field it goes on for it's yeah and, and hundreds the, of miles they had a huge warehouse just full of parts and they were putting it back together i was like goodness gracious a day of remembrance Today, Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex's Space Mirror Memorial. I just think it's nice that they do that. I think it it's, reminds people of how important it is. By the way, the Kennedy Space Center these days, mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. It was there about a year and a half ago. It was great. It's amazing how many Blue Origin buildings you see, too, huh? Oh, driving in. That's all you see. That's all you see. By the way, they got a new rocket, a Blue Origin, speaking of which. It's called the New Glenn Rocket. They mated it, the bottom and the top of it, for the first time, I think it was yesterday, at the, the Kennedy Space Station. It's big. The reason it's a big deal is it's going to be similar to the SpaceX 9, oh. only it has like three times the payload capacity. Oh. And it's just like SpaceX. The fuselage comes back down and lands and they reuse it. But uh, this is the first time. Their first launch is going to be, they're looking at probably August to do it. So SpaceX may have some competition from Blue Origin in the future. It's all if of that is good. Public private stuff, a partnership. It's it's reinvigorated the Space Coast. It's all good news. Yeah, I got that uh that app, the Launch Monkey app. Yeah. It, it's amazing how many rockets go up from sites across the globe. Oh yeah, oh, Every, absolutely. It's like 2 3 4 a day are going up. It's Space crazy. industry is booming. Yeah, it really is. The marriage industry may not be booming pretty soon. So match.com, we talked about this last year. They do this annual singles in America study. And they it's important for Match.com because they have a lot of research. So true. Well, the uh, whole idea of monogamy and traditional two-person relationships, not too cool these days, I guess. Really? Only 49%, Uh-oh. lowest they've ever had in their studies, say that that's the way to go. What, a thruple? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry, not me. Well, no. Okay. Maybe not that much, but at least the fact that it's the whole idea of like lifetime commitment is what they're trying to say is like the lowest it's ever been. And th- there's, you know, it, you know what happened was that whole female power thing. Oh yeah. I don't well, need a guy. Yeah. Uh, I can have a baby without you. Right. Uh, th- that started it, and and uh, I I've seen it. I my oldest prime example. Right. Been engaged for 14 years. Ever gonna get married? Nope. I, my niece just uh, with her, not a boyfriend. They just bought a house. Yeah. 
That's, I, it's it's just know, a different way to go. I don't know. It's, it's you know, to each their own, I have always said, but it's just interesting to me. It's kind of sad to me in a way. But to me, it's very sad. I mean, and, and it's funny how all of a sudden how religious I got when my daughter was like, no, we're not going to get married. Now that actually now they're actually starting to talk about um, uh, getting married. And I said, and, and, and here's the sad part. It's the, the comment becomes we've been together so long. What difference does it make? And I looked at her and I said, if he dies, if he gets sick, if you get sick, if you die, what happens to the baby? What happens to blah, blah? It's a big deal. It is a big deal. I mean, deal. I call him my son-in-law because he's been around forever, but officially he's not my son-in-law. I said, just go to the courthouse. Just make it official. So if something medical happens, you have a right to say something. Yeah, because then it, yeah, legal. Legal. Legally, you got to do right. something, you know? So Match.com also it. says 64% are looking for somebody who wants to get married, down to 64%. Only 57% want a partner who wants kids. Interesting. That's way low. Yeah, but how old are these people? I, I, I don't know. Just overall dating survey of all ages, I guess. You were just, you know, we were just speaking of that. Sophie, uh, your girl there, Sophia Vergara, <laughs> said the reason she and uh, the good guy, looking guy there broke up was he wanted kids. And, and she, she didn't, doesn't? And she's she done. doesn't. No, she's done. She was like, I'm done. Don't you have this conversation before you get married, though? Hello? It's free of Vergara. I'm not asking anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. You think, man, well, how do you say his last name? Mangiello? Mangiello? I don't care. Anyway, he's good looking, but still. Uh, that's he's the, out of the picture. According to her, that was the reason they broke up, was she didn't want kids. Oh. She's had them. Or maybe she hasn't had them, but she's done. I'm, I'm too old. Leave me alone. Speaking of kids, I got a theory. You do, too, that this is the reason why this classic rocker is coming back on the road and writing a book and doing a movie, and he's had a couple of months <laughs> off the road. You the sure end of the husband? Yellow Brick Road tour is done, and now he's he's ready to get back to action. I'm thinking his husband's playing a role in this role oh. in this thing too. So we'll tell you who that is. I think you know by now too. We got that coming up in Texas, defending its own border. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Negotiating with Chuck Schumer on securing the border is like putting Hannibal Lecter in charge of a go vegan ad campaign. <laughs> when Ted Cruz is on fire, he's on fire. That was that's priceless. That, those are words that should be like just engraved oh, in stone. <laughs> that should be on a plaque. Oh, that's awesome. Or this one. This supplemental bill is a kamikaze plane in a box canyon with no exit, headed for a train wreck. Goodness, holy <laughs> jeez! That was gorgeous. That was wow. He paints a good picture. But the the issue is serious. He was livid, as were a bunch of senators, including uh, Rick Scott, one of our own. We'll even talk about that here in a second here. There is a preposterous border compromise, they're calling it, coming from the Democrats <laughs> through both chambers. And they say they will not do anything. In fact, it secures 5,000 5, uh, uh, immigrants coming across the border illegally guaranteed. Oh, lovely. Here's, a what, day? here's what Ted said. This bill normalizes 5,000 people a day coming in. 5,000 people a day is over 1.8 million a year. That's called an invasion. Let's start this Jeez. with this. What do you mean border compromise bill? What are you talking about? There's no compromise when it comes to securing a border. Why well, doesn't say border security what bill? What really sent Ted over the edge was they won't let anybody see what the wording is until the very last minute because they're trying to push it through, and it's tied to Ukrainian funding. <laughs> Of course. I, I can't. This is just insanity, and it's all by design. And, and is there any funding for Israel in, in that, or is that, like, by the wayside? I don't know, because Be we can't see it. Because that's how Biden has been working. It's it's Israel. First it was just Ukraine, and then the, the Republicans are like, no, 
you got to give money to Israel. So they put Israel and Ukraine together. And then the Republicans are like, oh, we're not going to give them money before you secure the border. So then the yeah. Democrats threw in the border. And it was kind of like an after effect type of thing. Rick Scott was there, too. It's pretty dangerous what this administration has done. Even the director of FBI says we have now have terror cells all across this country as a result of our open southern border. So it's crazy what's going on. See, that, yes. That's what really worries me. We've talked about that because there's so much footage now of independent journalists, even Fox has covered this too, not CNN, but Fox, of the border and what's happening now. The families that are stuck in these northern cities and housing up at airports and shelters and hotels, and they're families. Yeah, these aren't these people they're talking about. That's not, that's no. not what's coming through right now. No. And what Rick Scott just said right there is frightening. Well, when Christopher Ray gets up there and says, as the head of the FBI, we have homegrown terrorists uh, living right here, plotting against us. I'm like, okay, <laughs> if you know this, and do you know where they are? It, 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 like, I likened it to the San Bernardino, oh, that's the bomb house. Oh, they knew. Era. Right. Oh, absolutely. If you remember that, that that couple blew up the, where they was wherever she worked. They put a bomb in the cafeteria and killed all those people, and and everybody went back and they they raided the FBI and the feds raided the the apartment and everybody on the street said, "Oh, that's the bomb house." Oh, we've been telling them. We've been telling them it's the bomb house for years. Okay, they didn't do anything. In the meantime, Texas taking things into their own hands and the, into the constitutional right to self defense of a state. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is not only defying the Supreme Court's order to let uh, Border Patrol agents, uh, the feds, take down their razor wire. They're putting up more. Good for him. And he's got support from Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He announced yesterday he's going to keep assisting Texas with personnel and assets. Oh, you know what? I didn't realize we were still doing that. Look at that. I know DeSantis it. gives up the run for the presidency. He's done more in a week than he has all year, yep. by the way. So, all, all last year. See, got off the campaign trail. He's back to work. Good. Stay as governor, DeSantis. DeSantis also uh, posted out last night, Texas is upholding the law. President Biden is flouting it. And they are. Good for Texas. And good for the framers of the Constitution that actually foresaw something like this, where if the federal government doesn't do its duty and secure its border, a, Texas, a state has a right to defend itself. Good for him. I, I, you know what? I, Greg Abbott's a smart guy. If it wasn't for him, the rest of the world, and I think Ron DeSantis played a role, too, with the plane to Martha's Vineyard. Sure did. Uh, if, if Greg Abbott hadn't started sending buses to, uh, let me see, Washington, D.C., to Kamala Harris's house, to New York City, to Chicago, to Detroit, all these blue cities, the world would never have known about the immigration issue. No, or cared. Yeah. Or cared. Now it's like, you can't do this to my backyard. No. Uh, how dare you send these people here? Who do you think you are? They don't belong here. Send it back to Texas. I don't really have an audio segment for this thing, but it's been an amazing trend online, too, from social media, mostly from X and TikTok, of all places. Um, South Texas libs, <laughs> like like far, far left liberals, have put together a support campaign for Governor Greg Abbott. The libs? Because they understand. I mean, far left, like like what you'd see in Austin. Really? Full-on supporting it because even they are greatly affected by this crisis. It's a crisis at the, our border. Well, it, that and, and where are most of these people going? The ones that are running into the country illegally are staying on these ranches in Texas or they're just going into communities in Texas. I Was it Eagle Pass? That yeah. seems to be the, the, it's a checkpoint, right? the, the big place where they're all crossing illegally. I, and how many come in each day that you have no idea? Well, how about if you put into law guaranteed 5,000? <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs>
That's like a requirement. Yeah. How do you like? We yeah, need to get five. Yeah, now they're saying uh, we need to get five thousand a day. And if you don't get five thousand, we're going to go find them in other countries and bring them here. It's they're crazy. I don't know. I don't understand the Democrats. I just don't get it. Nobody does. Run your own country into the ground. But we understand this. You called this a year ago. I did. All right. This Elton John tour that's going on forever. <laughs> it's not going to. Yeah, it's going to go. He's give not him, giving up. Give him one month. Well, give him through the holidays. With his family, too much time with the kids. He'll be back active. And look what's happening now. This is how it starts. He doesn't have enough money, I think. You know, he's got to pay for those college educations coming up for his kids. Elton John will give fans behind-the-scenes look at his final tour and a new book set to release this year. Farewell, Yellow Brick Road. Memories of my life on tour. What do you have to do with a book? you got to get out in the road and support it. <laughs> oh, good. sorry. got to leave the house. You think he's going to show up at that bookstore over in Lake Boca and we'll go see him? Here's Elton signing, you know, signing copies. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think Elton's going to show up at Books a Million? <laughs> <laughs> For a book signing. Come on. He'll read parts of his excerpts from his book. Uh, he, he now comes out. This is different than, like, November. He comes out and he says, now I'm going to continue to make music and I never actually stopped. I never said I would stop performing live. Oh, yes, he did. Here he he comes. said he was retiring. Here he comes. Since I was going away. See you later. Bye. You know what he's secretly saying? i got to get away from these kids. They're driving me crazy. <laughs> uh, the book comes out, by the way. It's 330 concerts that he has pictures of. I bet you it's a great I, book. I bet you it's Excellent, a great yeah. book. Uh, September 24th. Goodness knows what it's going to cost, though. Mm. I'm sure it's not cheap. It's going to be like a big cocktail book. I'm oh, sure. I'm sure. So. Anyway. It's a conversation piece. <laughs> sure, just like his shoes. Sure. Mm-hmm. we got a lot to cover in Rapid Fire. Coming up next, we'll go around the room with some headlines. And Diener's back, so we're full force. Oh, yeah, Diener's back. God knows what he dug up while he was on vacation. Uh, I don't Diener. know. That and more coming up next. <laughs> Stick around with that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. You know what? Midweek turned out to be pretty busy. A lot to catch up on. What's going on, Jen? We haven't talked about this, and it is, uh, it's kind of one of those underlying headlines that people go, oh, my God, did you hear about this story out of Kansas City? Oh, these guys in the backyard? Yes, thank oh, you. this thing is weird. Now, police are hoping, if you haven't heard this story, a bunch of guys got together at this guy's house to watch the Kansas City game on January 7th. Who sure. Did they, who did they play on January 7th? I don't even remember. That was the Dolphins game. Okay. They played the Dolphins. All right. Night, night game, by the way, which yeah. might be important to the story. Okay. The guy that lives in the house, he's an HIV researcher by the name of Jordan Willis. Huh. His three friends, I don't have to give you all their names, no. but there's three friends they are all in their late 30s, said goodnight, see you later. Now, according to Willis's attorney, this is where I have problems. Willis went to bed put his headphones on loudly, and he was lying in front of a very loud fan. It was eight degrees outside. Yeah. Why do you have a fan on? Uh, heat in the house. I get it. Okay. Anyway. Two Some days, people need a fan to sleep. Two days go by after the game. So this is Tuesday. The fiance of one of the guys that was at the party calls and says, hey, you know what? Calls the cops and says, I haven't seen my fiance. I went to this house. They go to the house. They find the three of these guys frozen to death in the backyard. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. What kind of friends are you? you... (laughs) (laughs) What happened? And the guy. They were that out of touch that they froze to death. Well, one of them was on the porch. Two of them were in the backyard. Now, this guy, Jordan Willis, who lives there, says he had no idea they were frozen in his backyard. Oh, Uh, jeez. How do you not know three people are dead in your backyard? Unless this guy has like a 15-acre property. 
Come no, on. No, it's not that big at all. No, it's right in, it's a regular house. It's in the back. Of course you yeah. know if somebody's frozen. And the guy's on the porch. I don't believe this. Well, so I think this I that what they're hoping is they're gonna what they believe, the people who are friends and family members of the three guys that died believe this other guy, this Jordan Willis, poisoned him. And oh, and that's oh why gosh. they never made it out of the yard. So they're hoping toxicology reports and I don't know. How long that's going to take? Plus, I got a thumb first. That's what I'm wondering. Like, did they get trapped <laughs> in the backyard? Did they get locked out, or the fence was locked? Does he have a fence? I mean, no. I understand. Like, they just dropped dead in the backyard. They went outside. Like, oh, it's cold. We died. We died. Well, like, that's the thing. And they were there for two days. And this guy, you don't notice three dead people in your backyard. No, it I... was. Remember that was that huge cold snap. That was the the story with the right. Dolphins Chiefs game. It, it was, was like negative thirty wind chill and all. It that. was technically, I think, at game time or whatever. Probably. Well, this all this happened after the game, I guess. Right. right. So it was two degrees at the end of the game. Right. Wind chill felt like minus 27, 28 around there. You're not spending a lot of time outside anyway, even if it's like a smoke break, a beer break, or whatever. Yeah, or you run into the car. Yeah. But all three of them dead? Not long enough to... Nah. And this guy's trying to say, I'm sleeping with a fan? Nah. No, he's lying. This is real fishy. Yeah, yeah it is. Wow, that's a weird story. That's crazy. Bring in Chody Foster. Oh, yeah, true detective. <laughs> true <yeah>. detective. <laughs> I wasn't going to do this, but you started talking about Kansas City, so maybe Uh-oh. that's our theme today. Let's do it. Travis Kelsey is not a smart person. <laughs> not at all. I'm surprised he actually admitted this. Well, he shouldn't. See, no. Athletes talking too much. Yeah. So, you remember he, the last game when they beat the Bills, his first touchdown, it had been about six games, he, he put a heart up, and then they flashed the camera, Jim Nance even said, oh, that's Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. I love you, Taylor. The yeah. great American love story. Well, he goes on the podcast and he says, no, 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 I wasn't giving a heart to Taylor Swift. As the world understands now, he says, I was doing it to Buffalo fans to show that there's no hate, there's love, because they were getting nasty. What's first he, of an all, idiot? First of all, if you believe that, <laughs> I don't really believe. Secondly, he had the ultimate, like, this, you're still trying to court this girl. Go yeah. with it. Well, you're an idiot. He's, he's not very smart. Go with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course that was for you, honey. Here, here he is, by the way, explaining the entire oh. situation. The celebration went wild by you with the uh, little heart. Had to spread the love, baby. There was a lot of hate pulling up to that stadium, man. It's a football game. It's supposed it's to be. a football game. The Bills yeah. coming into their house. They want to make it rowdy. Did it get a little disrespectful? 1,000%. I get it. You know what I mean? Coming into a hostile environment. I respect yeah. it. I just wanted to make sure it knew it wasn't mutual. I don't... What an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's not very bright. My so did God. Taylor Swift dump him? No, no, not I'm yet. surprised. <laughs> that, that this is the first straw. Uh oh, she'll dump him before the Ravens game, and they'll go oh. down in flames. Can you imagine? He like oh. doesn't know how to run routes. He's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> dropping everything, tipping balls up in the air. And all the Ravens fans are oh, holding no. up heart fingers <laughs> <laughs> and other fingers. Yeah, yeah other fingers. Yeah. yeah, one never knows. Why wow, it's gonna be a great game on Sunday though? Oh, I can't wait. Yes, um, both of them are gonna be great. I'm going politics, guys. Oh God, why? It's just that time of year. I'm all into it. Like, let's go. Well, we we cover politics like sports. Yes, that's right. Mm. But I find this, I I look at it just from the strategic standpoint, and that's what this intrigues me with this kind of headline. Would Trump, should Trump actually consider picking Nikki Haley as his VP? The reason why. Oh, God. I know. Well, that's it. The reason why I bring that up is because, you know, Clay Travis. He's another idiot. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's, there. out there saying, you know, he took over with uh, Buck Sexton. They took the, that Rush Limbaugh spot. And he put it out there saying, you know, Trump needs the suburban vote and the housewife vote and all those things. And Nikki Haley can bring that to him. And I'm reading this and I'm like, I'm pretty sure almost Trump's entire base would 
eat that. No. Everybody hates her. No. No. It's, it's a bridge too far. By the way, Clay Travis associated with Fox, is it? Yes. That's all you need to know. Oh, well. That's yeah. that's why he said that, and that's why he was told to say that. Yeah, he is a contributor on there. Yeah. They had two major Fox anchors following the Nikki Haley campaign. Oh. And the softball questions in the interview. They're all neocons Yeah. On Fox. Don't trust any of them. And that's the thing, right? It's just, I saw that, and I'm like, yeah. that's... It's two opposite sides of the spectrum. Like, I understand strategy. You know, you try to get that segment of the voter population, but... That was I, a that was a test, no. test balloon Fox told him to send out there to see what the response would be. Yeah. And I'm sure it was... Yep. I think so. Yeah, it fell flat. <laughs> like a, lead, a lead balloon. Really flat. Yeah. You're not kidding. Okay, we've heard about the Stanley Cup. Yes. The cups, the one that gets stolen. We just had a story the other day. What, you had a story some lady stole, what, $2,500? Oh, gosh, yeah, that's right. It's like 60 of them. Highly well, coveted. Highly coveted to the point where now they're going to be in toddler hands. Fisher-Price is out with a new toy aimed at toddlers. It's designed to look just like the Stanley Cup. Boy, they just grab onto anything that's hot and just just do everything they can. This isn't an official Stanley Cup. It is called the Laugh and Learn Wake Up and Learn Coffee Mug. Comes in twenty. It comes in all Wake these. Wake up little, and learn what overpriced <laughs> is, kids. <laughs> no, actually, it's affordable. It's got two buttons that light up. They play twenty plus songs, sounds, learning phrases, and they introduce the alphabet counting and colors. Oh. Uh, they're available for right now on Amazon. I'm sure they'll hit stores soon for just about ten bucks a piece. So if you want a Stanley Cup look-alike <laughs> yes. for your kid, Fisher Price has got it. That's a good one. Imagine that, like like Bill goes to his daughter, says, "Hey, I got you guys a Stanley Cup." <laughs> it's a little. It's the Fisher Price. Oh, here you here's, go. Here's the best. It doesn't hold any liquid. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have little kids holding liquid cups. Ooh, no, the Lego so sets. <laughs> well, uh, we talked about this before, but more details out now. Costco is selling that two-foot chocolate Easter bunny that Jen wants. Oh I yeah. Can't wait. You got to get this for me. Sure. Goes for sixty-four bucks. So you figure, well, it is two feet. That's a lot of chocolate. It's hollow. Uh-huh. Okay, so what? Still a lot of chocolate. You melt that down, it would only be like a six-inch chocolate bunny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it made social media because some lady put it on TikTok, and she says, I need a solid chocolate, though, and most people are agreeing that 64 bucks is too much for a hollow chocolate bunny, no matter how tall it is. Okay, so take a two-foot. A Hoffman's has one, actually. I think it's like three feet. And it's solid chocolate. It costs a lot of money. Three feet of solid chocolate. Yeah. And it weighs like, you know, 110 pounds. Imagine some little kid going through that in about six hours. Oh, it'll be like that. Get a knife and fork for that. that. Remember <laughs> that scene in Matilda where the kid has to eat that cake? Oh, yeah. That's what it would remind yeah. me of. Well, anyway, um, it's at Costco, according to for social now. media. For now. It's yeah. all the rage, though. But, and, it's and, horrifying looking, by the way. And No, it's not. It's <laughs> oh, adorable. Oh, it's awful. It's a cute little thing. Diener brought up a very valid point. They're already selling out chocolate Easter bunnies. That's right. Yeah, it's Easter. Easter. You know, that should be the story. And they'll be gone before Valentine's Day. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so hurry up. Maybe yeah. get it for Valentine's Day instead. Maybe. It's painted pink. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I'll finish off with this, guys. Real quick, I think I have already one of the top uh, Super Bowl commercials to come up. They're already out? That's something else out too early. Well, this is just my theory. Because yesterday, Deadpool 3 finished Ah. filming, and Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds were all over social media saying how much fun it was, and they loved working together, and they can't wait for it to come out on July 26th. And there's speculation that the trailer will premiere during the Super Bowl. It'll be one of, one of the commercials. And I think if oh, that's the case. Sense. Oh, yeah. yeah, they got to, right? Well, is Hugh Jackman is the wolf man? Uh, Wolverine. Him, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's him. <laughs> All right. They're friends? 
Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, I didn't. Know. Like best I've friends. never seen that show because it's too violent for me. Well, they've never been in the movie. To get, they've never been in a movie together. But there was there was always like jokes about Wolverine oh, and yeah. Deadpool because they were like poke fun at each other. So it was a big deal to get Hugh Jackman to come back because he was done with Wolverine. He finished the character like six, seven or eight years ago. So they got him to come back to do this one like one more time. Oh, what I, you'd have to come back for this one. Yeah, absolutely. And if I, I, they premiere it during the Super Bowl, the trailer, uh, it's going to be huge. It'd be huge. Yes, it's going to be one of the most talked about commercials. That's my prediction. All right. <laughs> write it down. All right. I'll write it down. Will I'm not write- looking forward to it. By the way, I got more dirt on Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, well, speaking oh. of him, I was just going to say, will the L.A. Chargers... Led by Jim Harbaugh, make it to next year's Super Bowl. Oh. He's going to the NFL, and Jen's got dirt, apparently. And remember that guy that uh, tried from the GOP in Arizona that tried to bribe Kerry Lake? Yes. Yeah, he's gone. That didn't take long. <laughs> I enough. mean, not like dead yet. Oh, he's just, well. You know, he resigned. I, well, uh, prison would probably do him well. That more. It's next. The Self Little Morning <laughs> Show. Keep it here. Is there a number of which I can be bought? <laughs> What it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. And then go right back to what you're <laughs> No. Remember that? Mm. Remember that guy that got exposed? This is from last March, reportedly. And Carrie Lake from Arizona had the audio. The GOP chairperson <laughs> tried to bribe her. Uh, granted, just the messenger from quote unquote still big money back east, mm. they called it. But still, still he mes- was the messenger who still the messenger. who sent a message of a bribe. Well, he's gone now. He has now resigned. What was his name? Jeff DeWitt. That's him. Is he any relation to Joyce DeWitt, remember, from Three Company? Boy, I hope not, because I liked her. I liked her, too. Uh, Carrie Lake said in a live stream event Wednesday night that the interest in the matter only started when the names were released. She said this kind of stuff goes on all the time, and that's the interesting part of the story. The video came out, or rather I should say the audio came out, and, and the name came out, and now they're all of a sudden interested in it. Huh. I have been worried about our safety, but, you know, this is what, this comes with the territory right now. We're in a, we're in an era right now where the world is very dangerous. Well, it's very dangerous, but this kind of stuff has always been going on. But now we're getting aware of it. It's why it seems like everything's falling apart. But you know what? Why have and this was a Republican Party thing. Why have we oh, yeah. not heard from the Biden administration about this? I, you know, if I were the Democratic president, I'd be like, look at how bad the you know the, you know corrupt the Republicans are. Other than the fact that they're probably twice as corrupt as the Republicans. Well, there's your answer to your question. That's why, because you start to turn the tables on them, they're like, oh boy, they're kind of on to us. Because they can, it, it doesn't matter what party. It just matters who they can get to, and that's the biggest lesson we're all learning right now. It's one big giant corrupt uniparty that these. Guys back east, he's referring to that that want her to take a pause a little bit. Was it ten million, fifteen million? Yeah, maybe just, you know, they would take a corporate job. They're big money financiers that buy and sell and create presidents and world leaders. Okay, but that's you have, the problem. You have to understand. Carrie Lake knew this was coming. That's why she recorded this. So who tipped her off? And she did set him up. Yeah. I get that, but he's still guilty. Well, yeah, I, without a doubt, he could have said no. But let me ask you this: Is it? Is it? The money that bad. See, I like and when somebody says Big East, you know, the East, the guys from the East are telling me, I think mob connection. It's a lot more powerful than the mob. Okay, so uh, did they threaten this guy's life? You, Jeff, you go, you go tell Carrie Lake, get the hell out, or you know, we're gonna blow up your car, <laughs> we're gonna kill you and your family. Yeah, well, he did say. There's another part of the audio where he, she goes, "Do you want to tell me who these names are?" He goes, "Oh no, 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 no. We don't have this because I'll, I'll go my car one day and it'll go boom." Jeez. 
Oh yeah. So this or just guy, destroy your reputation. Yeah. So this guy probably had no choice. Yeah. And now he can't speak. What? Well, we're gonna find him floating in a river soon. Jeez. So he knows who the bribers are, the, the the money backers that wanted her out of the race. But we'll never find that out because that's all part of the game. The people who are in charge of finding that out and exposing corruption, mm. they're they're all corrupt too. <laughs> so you'll never know. Well, in this case, this guy probably worries about his life. You know, I'm surprised he hasn't. We haven't found him in a river yet, to be honest with you. Yet, yeah, give it a week. That's a big yet. That's a big yet. That's that's you know what? Money talks, Jen. That's horrible, especially when it comes to pro sports. I, you don't want my I'm words. I'm shocked. <laughs> I think you were too. I was I, actually. I really thought that Jim Harbaugh was going to stay at Michigan. I thought the whole. You know, the second interview and the other conversations with the L.A. Chargers, I thought that was to get more money out of Michigan. But no, he's going back to the NFL to coach. Five-year deal. Okay, so here's the deal, though. A friend of mine is a diehard, uh, Janet, thank you, is a diehard Michigan fan. So I had a text her. I said, how do you feel about Harbaugh bailing on you after he wins the national championship? The comment at first was, well, yeah, but he's leaving, you know, after he won the national championship. He got Michigan the national championship. Yeah. And now he wants to go win a Super Bowl. And I went... You don't think money played an issue? He was offered, according to my girlfriend, he was offered a six-year deal two days ago, $11.5 million a year guaranteed. His thing was he wanted immunity. He wanted complete control, and he wanted to be able to leave whenever he could leave without any repercussions. Yeah, no clause, sure. And, sounds and reasonable. Mich- and Michigan said, to you. 11 a year sounds low to me. I thought they were going to offer him $20 million a year after yeah, that. They got 11 and a half for a while that, to start with for the first year. And we're not going to find out because you, well, I mean, they can, but they don't usually do it, release coaches' salaries, the, the private NFL, you know, teams, uh, players they do. I don't think we're going to find out how much money it is from, from LA, but it probably dwarfs that. Oh, I think he's probably making $20 million to a year. To pry right? him out of there? Yeah. I don't know. I I see, and I I'm I'm I disagree with you. I don't think it was a big pry. I think it was okay. I finally won a college championship. I proved myself in the co- the collegiate level. I want to win a Super Bowl. And so I, now I the only way I can do that is go to the NFL. Probably more of a draw was what college sports has turned into because it's it's with this NIL thing. You got players that are, that are making as much as you can potentially. That this transfer portal. You don't know what kind of team you can you can have. And there's even more. Uh, oversight from the NCAA. Right. With that it's kind tra- of thankless. With the transfer portal, it, do they have to wait till the end of the year? Like, like in the middle of the year can just say, I want to leave. I, I don't know how well, that at, works. At the end of the year, obviously. Okay. But I mean, you I'm know, just saying. You like that, that Dylan Gabriel kid, right? Here's a perfect example. Here's a quarterback from UCF that went to, what, Oklahoma, and now he's jumping to Oregon. So you can't build any kind of culture. College is tough anyway because people leave early. Right. You only got them for four, maybe five years if you're lucky. That's way harder of a job now. It should be interesting, though, to see how many kids on the Michigan team leave that Harbaugh's gone. Yeah. That's, that's going to hurt them. And who's going to get that job? It's a, it's a huge job. What did you say about Belichick? Uh, just saying. <laughs> would he go to college? Uh, eventually he'll coach Navy. <laughs> you think? Or uh, the Holy Cross lacrosse team okay. or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we got more uh, headlines coming up next, including this. Boeing, more trouble with their planes? Is that possible? They have doors falling off. Now they got other parts falling off. <laughs> Man, and uh, Tucker Carlson went to Canada, did an arena show. That and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. 
But he will collapse under the weight of his own ludicrousness and go back to Cuba or do whatever he does. But... But... You know, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's just too great to check. So if I ever meet him, I'm going to demand a 23 in me, like, right away. Uh, How about Tucker doing a, an arena show in Canada? He's like a stand-up now. What's up with uh, Tucker? He's I don't know. Taking a page out of the Trump book. Let me go do arena tours. I don't know whether he had guests. I think he might have, but he held a lot of his own. It was just Tucker talking to 15,000 people. It was funny, too. Yeah, he was taking a shot there. I don't know if you heard the whole thing. It was very echoey uh, about Tr- Justin Trudeau because, you know, everybody in the crowd obviously hates Justin Trudeau when right. he's in Canada. And he said <laughs> he kind of played up on that conspiracy theory that Justin Trudeau is Fidel Castro's kid. <laughs> he goes, he'll, he'll fall under the own weight of his own hypocrisy and go back to Cuba. Wow. And he said that, what was it, uh, 23 and me? Yeah. He said he demanded the 23 and me test. <laughs> I was dying. Very interesting. I didn't know he was going to, I don't know that's what he was doing. I did see a promo from him last week saying, Canada, we're coming to liberate you. All right. That's pretty, so does this mean he's doing like a, a tour, a concert hall tour? I, if you can do that, you know, in a different country. See, watch him become into Raymond James Stadium in his backyard I, in Tampa. You never know. And Tucker obviously was a promotional thing. He's trying to promote his network, but yeah, just growing in influence throughout all of North America. That guy. When does he show up at a Trump rally? Good question. Does he? I think the time's right now. You know, he's free from Fox. Yeah. Or does he wait till Nikki? Is Nikki Haley? Yeah, Nikki. Yeah, I was going to say Carrie Haley. I'm getting uh, Carrie Lake and Nikki Haley confused mm. these days. When does Nikki Haley drop out? Because she's fighting to. You know, I don't wanna, she's vowing to fight till the end. And it might be till the end. I don't know. Who the heck knows? That's defiant. Uh, speaking of defiant, how about Texas? This is an amazing story. Texas, under the constitutional right of a, a state's self-defense, is defying the Fed's orders to get rid of the razor wire. They're putting up more. They're putting up more, and they're blocking the Feds from getting to the razor wire to take it down. Amazing. I give Greg, you know, it, it, one thing about Greg Abbott, he's got a lot of chutzpah. Yeah, he There's does. No doubt about it. He'll fight anybody to save his state. And you can't say the man doesn't love Texas. No doubt about that. Uh, and again, going right to the Constitution to say we have a right to do this when the federal government doesn't do its job to protect and establish a border. And for our part, I was wondering when he's going to check in on this. Governor Ron DeSantis, who's back, says he's going to keep assisting Texas with personnel and assets to help him do it. Isn't that amazing? Boy, you know, DeSantis has been back, what, five days? And he's done more in five days than he did like in the last eight months. It's nice to have him back it in is. Tallahassee. Thank it you. Is. Thank you, Governor. DeSantis posted out last night on X, he says, if the Constitution really made states powerless to defend themselves against an invasion, it wouldn't have been ratified in the first place. Hmm. Texas never would have joined the Union when it did. How do you like that? This is really something to keep an eye on. It's amazing. States' rights. This is why the Founding Fathers set it up this way. Brilliant. I was was really surprised, however, that the Supreme Court voted against Texas and sided with the Biden administration on that one. Can't can't rely on them, I guess. No, it's uh, they're they're going soft on us is what mm-hmm. happens. So, good for him though. How many constitutional attorneys does Greg Abbott have on his staff? Oh my god. Cuz you know, he be. turned around and said you find me a loophole. Absolutely. Somewhere along the line because we're this isn't going to happen. We're going to figure out how we can do this legally. And he did. And their strength to fight it because it's right it's written right in the constitution. A state has a right to do this when the feds don't provide your own border. So, Good for him. Man. Maybe he'll be the only one that stops the influx of all these immigrants. Maybe. Unfortunately, who aren't like the families we see in, in New York or Chicago or anything like that. Mm.
It is. Hey guys. Hey, hey Dana. I was gonna say it's it's interesting to see too because you know we talked about Florida, DeSantis kind of backing up Texas. There's like a coalition that's come up with this. You have Montana and South Dakota also backing them, along with Virginia and Georgia. The governors, you know, the politicians have come out and said, we're with you, Texas, you know, for states' rights. We'll back you on this to defy the SCOTUS order and President Biden and Texas' neighbor to the north, Oklahoma. It's a massive constitutional test. Yeah. It is. The, the biggest we've seen in a long time. A seven-state coalition to defy a, a, a federal order. Pretty uh, much. Good for them. Yeah, I'm just that? surprised. What's his, what's, his, uh, what's his name in Virginia? They haven't run him out on a rail yet. Oh, Yunkin. Yunkin. Yeah. Because he's, right. he's, I mean, he's up against all the, the lefty Democrats in that state. So he, he supports Greg Abbott. But his, his constituents want to run him off on a rail somewhere. Well, Biden was in Virginia last week and he said, the real governor, Terry McAuliffe. Yeah. How do you like that? So isn't that election denial? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just okay. saying. Well, just, you know. I, I don't know. I got to give uh, Youngkin credit, though. But good for him. And then you had, uh, speaking of the border, our, one of our senators, Rick Scott, spoke about it. It's pretty dangerous what this administration has done. Even the director of FBI says we have now have terror cells all across this country as a result of our open southern border. So it, it's crazy what's going on. And how does that make you feel when you have a, a, a U.S. senator just say, along with Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, right. there are terror cells alive and well living in our country that were just walked across the border because this administration did nothing about it? Well, that's horrifying. It is horrifying. It is, but it's a scary thing. But again, and we, we just pointed this out yesterday, Jen, the number one issue that Trump is talking about on the road that his campaign is pushing is border security. Yeah, he's, sm- he's it, a he, smart move on his part. He it knew is, it was going to be big. Jumped up to number one concern, obviously, among uh, conservative voters, at least in Iowa and New Hampshire, they've seen so far. It's the number one issue people but, are concerned but I, about. But, you know, and I think it crosses. I don't think it's just uh, the conservatives. I, I think, think a lot. Right. Of, I think a lot of Democrats are concerned now. After you see what's going on in New York, when you have a very left-wing Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, going, uh, we need help, mm-hmm. and the federal government just kind of shut the door on his face and right. said, sorry, it's your own problem. And now he's talking about shutting down things and he's stopping benefits to other programs that the city runs and funds because he's going to take care of these immigrants that have been shipped to his city. Uh, you know what? This is what happens. You're a sanctuary city. That's what you get. You know. But if it wasn't for Greg Abbott and our governor, the world would never have known about this. They changed the tide two years ago. Honest to God. They I, really I, did. I mean, this, I don't think DeSantis will be remembered this way. It depends what happens in the future. But you're going to have to look back at Greg Abbott, though, just in history. One of the most influential governors that's ever been. So true. There's a lot of governors that have gone, come and gone and really uh, like, oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Not with this guy's impact. And he's been kind of forced into it. True. And he's, I had a feeling he'll be able to win re-election again. I don't know how many limits he's got, but he's, uh, yeah, he will go down in history. I think, you know what, if you looked up Ron DeSantis, if he doesn't win a, a presidency in the future, he'll, he'll be tied to sent migrants to Martha's Vineyard. That was amazing. They remember that. It, it was only like a day. It wasn't even a couple of hours. They couldn't get him off that island quick enough. The plane landed. They stuck him on a bus two hours later. Get out of here. Look at the impact that had. It was like, get lost. Not here. God forbid you step foot on my land. Unreal. Those people are horrible. Just All horrible. Right. Coming up, more problems for Boeing? Oof. Well, granted, okay, any scratch they have on a plane is going to be amplified, right? But, I mean, this is a... This is a video of their front wheel coming off on a tarmac. And what I don't understand is, boy, I wish I just, I still talk to my ex-husband. Isn't there like an alarm that goes off when that happens? 
Or I was hoping for at least the pilot's going, yeah, it feels a little low. <laughs> you know, like, did we just tipped a little to the left, or you got to have somebody else tell you? Oh, boy. Like, that's scary. Now they got senators talking to them. We'll talk about them. Some lighter stuff, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Delta 982, this is the aircraft looking at you. you. One of your nose tires just came off. It just rolled off the runway uh, behind you. Delta 982, uh, tower, sounds like we've got a problem. Ah, Come on. See, I don't Who among th- us hasn't been on a flight where the nose <laughs> wheel came off? But see, I think they were in motion. I don't think they were just sitting there because how would the guy say it's running off the runway if you're at the gate? Well, because the wheel fell off and it'd be bouncing around, you know, like a... Like oh, it was after they landed, and then it fell off. I get it. Okay. Sorry, you just... La- okay, don't alarms go off. You know, you Apparently your, not. Your door is jar on a, your car, and you got little lights and alarms that go off and flashes. If stupid little things in your car happen, you can't tell me you lose a wheel on a plane. You don't have some emergency light coming on or some alarm saying, tire gone. So this was, and granted, everything, this is pretty bad, but every scratch, everything, every seatbelt that doesn't work is going to be amplified because at, at Boeing now with any Boeing plane. And this was a 757. The It was the wheel rolling away as they got ready to take off. So, oh, so, so they were ready to, to taxi and, and all passengers and crew disembarked safely. That's not the problem. But they were, the issue is they were told by another plane that saw it. Isn't that crazy? That's what I'm saying. Was there no alarm that went off that said, oh, you just lost a wheel? So the question is, and, and, and this is where you would probably need somebody who knows what they're talking about when it comes to flying a 757. If the wheel, if the plane had taken off, would they have been able to land successfully with only one wheel or how many wheels there are in the front with one missing or two two in the back where they'd still have but doesn't sound like it you know because you would think once they put the nose down that other wheel would take the the brunt of it and would that explode this was hartsfield jackson atlanta international airport so i'm sorry sure they just took the boeing 757 rolled right down the highway and went to tire kingdom right (laughs) got a new tire we're fine there we go ready to go again folks this, as Boeing itself now, has ordered a, they call it a stand-down at their factory. The one-day stand-down at this factory in Renton, Washington, happens today. Quality stand-down. As a number of U.S. senators had to meet with the CEO of Boeing Wednesday. That must have been a lot of fun, including Alaska Republican Dan Sullivan. Hmm. He was there because Alaska Airlines, that was where the door plug blew out the side. And uh, Dan had this to say afterwards. Boeing CEO says he takes full responsibility for this. They're working with the NTSB, FAA, to make sure these aircraft will be 100% safe. Okay, he he doesn't want Alaska Airlines leaving Alaska. So, no. I mean, you know, or not working with Boeing and losing contracts. So, of course, he's rooting for a, a simple cure here. But this isn't. this is the first, I don't know how many factories around the world Boeing has. But this is the first stand-down quality control check that they're going to have, and every yeah. one of them is going to go through it. I think their big plant is in Washington, so that's probably what they shut down. Or maybe this is where that the plane that lost the plug, the yeah. door, was made. Who knows? Yeah, they're starting at the Renton one. Okay. The workers at the plant say they're going to get together to work on quality issues and come up with concrete plans. Like, is it left to loose, right right to tight? Is it <laughs> Righty-tighty. Mm, is that how... <laughs> Is that how that works? Don't they have pneumatic tools in this 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 plant? By the way, Alaska Airlines uh, had reported that they found other planes with loose bolts. That's not Whether good. they were on the doors, I don't know. Are they on the wheels? I don't know. But where were these loose bolts found? That's those are words you don't want to hear about a plane. No loose bolt. No. Maybe they did it on purpose, and they thought, well, 
this will cause a ruckus and we'll get our union contracts talked about again. But they didn't think it would go this far past inspection. I don't know. Interesting. Fortunately, uh, no one was hurt on that other incident where the wheels fall off. So now are they going to check every 757 to see if the wheels are going to fall off? They're going to check everything. It's, I, it's, it's why Airbus has taken over as the number one airline or air maker, airplane maker. It's, 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 I'm telling you, you, you even brought it up. I, I get on a plane today and I'm going to say, are you a 737 sure. Max? Are you a 757? Have you checked the wheels? Sure. How many and questions you know, do they get with people booking at the airline? And by the way, what model is that? Yeah. yeah you're, I, I would bet. Well, they said because they grounded the 737 Maxes, it more or less shut down the route from PBIA to Newark. That they had no flights going because that was the only plane they were using. <laughs> so I, I don't know how you switch planes out. Because there's a, there's a place, I want to say it's in Arizona, they call it the plane graveyard. Yeah. That's where they park like hundreds or thousands of planes that aren't in use. So during COVID, that's where a lot of them went because the dry air is good for the plane. <laughs> People go to that graveyard now like, huh, these, these bolts are tight. <laughs> Check them out. Make sure. Holy cow. Here's people that know what they're doing. NASA is going to have a big ceremony today, actually. It's kind of somber, but it's still nice at Cape Canaveral. It's NASA's Day of Remembrance. Remember those who lost lives furthering the cause of space exploration and discovery. It's going to happen at Kennedy Space Center. And, of course, uh, NASA Administrator, former Senator Bill Nelson is going to be there. He's been to space. Been to space. Uh, They uh, recognize the crews of Apollo 1 and the Space Shuttle's Challenger in Columbia. Uh, and it is. It's uh, they t- pay you know thanks to the fallen heroes, and then they also pay thanks to the the current heroes that are waiting to go to space or waiting for a flight, like the ones that are going to the moon or at least orbiting the moon. Right. That got, that got pushed off to what November? Yeah, I think it did. I think so. So that's gonna that's at the end the Artemis plan. That's November at the Maybe end. Maybe Boeing the scared them. Could be. I you don't know, know. Let's check our bolts to see if we tighten them. <laughs> well, according to Bill Nelson, it was everything but bolts. Uh, we got a problem with the ventilation. We yeah. got a problem with the heat shields. We got a. Pro- it was like, is anything right on this rocket that you're planning on putting, you know, on the moon again? Hmm. Interesting. We go from rockets to the Rocket Man. On the close, time to dance. You knew this was coming. You called it last year. This oh, guy <laughs> lasted. What, three months in retirement? I don't even think it was that long. You know what that was? A holiday with the family. Yeah, you That know was what? enough to send him back on the road. They probably went on tour, so you took the kids uh, you know, over to uh, the, yep. the Dominican. They went uh, scuba diving. Then they went to the Maldives. You know, one never knows. But Elton John, uh, it didn't take long. He is now out with a book, which I, actually I think is going to be really good because he took pictures from 330 concerts that he did during the Yellow Brick Road Tour. Uh, it'll hit uh, September 24th. It's called, appropriately enough, Farewell Yellow Brick Road, Memories of My Life on Tour. Probably some great pictures, including the L.A. Dodgers, uh, the That's... Dodger Stadium one, Glastonbury was there. And here's the big deal. Because of this, what do you got to do? If you want to sell this book, you got to get out there and promote it, right? Right. Well, also plans to continue making music. And he says, I never quite said I'll stop performing live. Yeah, sure. He's had enough of the home life. Trust me. <laughs> the kids are already driving him crazy. He's back. <laughs> I knew it. I wonder how long before. Well, does he come out with a new album? Because he says he's writing new music. He's writing new music. Oh, you know what else, too? Who's his buddy? Billy Joel. Wait, wait, can you imagine? Coming out with new music. He can't let that stand. Yeah, well, can you imagine, though, Billy Joel and Elton John together? Again? Dueling pianos? Again. I would love to see that. Uh, 
Plus, remember they were competing with to see who had the most amount of appearances oh, at Madison Square Garden? Yeah, Billy Joel smoked him. <laughs> he smoked him is what he did. Elton's not going to stand for that mm. with his competitive soul. Billy Joel, by the way, announced yesterday he's going to—he's the only performer so far at the Grammys who isn't a nominated who isn't nominated for an award. Outstanding. So he's going to perform there. He's it's back f- too. That's good news. And it—he hits the Grammys three days after his new song is released. Love it. So does he play the new song at the Grammys? That would be awesome if he did. I, I bet you he does. Man, it'll get me to watch the Grammys. Yeah, me too. All right, we've got Rapid Fire coming up again. We'll cover all the headlines, some entertainment stuff, too, as well. Stick around for that, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What is up in the world? Let's find out. Jen's got the first one. I got another horrifying story to share with you. First, it was frozen people in Kansas, and now facial recognition software is to blame for the wrongful arrest of a 61-year-old Texas guy. He is now suing Macy's and the parent company of Sunglass Hut. 61-year-old Harvey Murphy Jr. spent almost two weeks in jail after facial recognition technology falsely identified him as an armed robber. When prosecutors finally verified that Murphy was in Sacramento, California, not in Texas, at the time of the robbery, they released him. Now, here's the gotcha. While he was in j- jail, Murphy goes to the bathroom, gets attacked in the bathroom, oh, and God. beaten to a pulp by three men. Oh, no. He's suing for $10 million for wrongful arrest based on the negligent use of bad, he said, facial recognition. I think he's going to win. They don't have the technology down then, apparently. That's yeah. my worst nightmare. Isn't that Falsely terrible? accused of something. Well, we have the proof. But what's sad is Gosh. he spent three weeks in jail and, and he had proof. I was in California. I wasn't even here. Here's hotel receipts. And they still held them. This is how great our justice system is. Not good. That's terrible. Well, so, that is a nightmare scenario. Oh, oh, sorry. God, bad, that's bad, bad story. Well, he better win as much as he's suing for and more, just add, just tack on, like, whatever. Can you imagine, That's though? That's awful. Here you Hope are. he does win. Come yeah. home from a vacation and they arrest you. Right. But there's not, because uh, because of the nature of the alleged crime, it's not like, they, I mean, they free a lot of people on DNA. Right. So DNA is not involved with this thing. It's based on uh, digital technology that apparently was flawed. Yeah. He said it was a grainy, it was low-quality surveillance footage. He, they, they, his attorney was like, I don't know how you got my client out of that, you know, video. Hmm. But they did. Uh, they should come after the prosecutor in this district, too, and find out what the heck is going on there. So true. That is, that's a shame. Isn't that terrible? Uh, we talked about this, but it's happening. Boeing is ordering a one-day quality stand-down at one of its factories, but they're going to do it at all of their factories eventually. This one in Renton, Washington, one of the biggies. Concerns over safety mount. They talked to a bunch of senators that were there, too, and they say, we're assuring us that there are going through and working together on quality issues to come up with concrete plans. Yeah, they better. Like, tighten the bolts, boys. It's a Jeez. serious, serious issue, though. I mean, it's the last thing the airline industry needs is questions about safety regarding their planes, and they've actually had... And in some of these inspections, like you said, they found some loose bolts. Yeah, but they didn't say where they found them. No. So, I mean, like, was it on the nose gear? Was it on, you know, the, the wings? <laughs> where where was where are the loose, loose bolts yeah. found? On the doors, like, the, you know, that one that fell off. I mean, God. have their flights grounded again. Like, this is the second time this oh, has yeah. happened to Boeing. Oh, yeah, it is. After the Supermax Same thing plane. a few years ago. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We talked 737 is bad news. Oof. Oh, no kidding. Every Monday morning, we talk to Jay Ratliff, our aviation expert, because there's always something crazy going on in the airline industry. To have him say this past Monday, I just don't trust Boeing. That's yeah, that, scary. That wow. kind of shook me. Yeah, I mean, this well. wasn't, you know, not to disparage anybody. We're not talking about, like, you know, value jets. Or, no, I you know. know. Like, right. This is 
big name. <laughs> nice. They make a lot of planes. Wow. Yeah. Well, hopefully they get it straightened out one day. Um, well, this this is something actually, guys, that is getting straightened out. Hopefully. What's that? I think this is a good sign in our state. We talked about with Ron DeSantis dropping out of the presidential race. Maybe he can focus on more gubernatorial duties. Yes, the first yes, yes. one being fixing the insurance industry down here. Yes. Well, it seems like that might be coming through. Maybe this might have been in the works even before he dropped out. But six new companies for home insurance. Thank goodness. Are coming to the state of Florida now. Good. They're it's not, good news. It is good news now. They're not really recognizable names, but at least it creates competition, which should lower rates. Yeah, that's okay. If you if you're getting turned down by everybody else, you got more shots to get covered by somebody. Exactly. As a homeowner, you don't care who covers you as long as they cover you for a great rate. That's it. Right. And that's it. If the coverage is good and they're going to lower your rate, I'm in. All in, and you so, don't give a crap if there's names no. ABC Wine and Liquor for God's sake. No, it's fair. <laughs> Just insure me. Whatever fits the coverage in the bank. I yeah. mean, that's that's what it comes down to. I'd love to have ABC Wine and Liquor cover my roof. I'm good with that. Both <laughs> the six companies, by the way, if you want to look out for these, Tail Row Insurance Company, Mainsail, which I have heard of. By, by the way, Mainsail Insurance Company, Orion 180 Insurance Company, and Orion 180 Select Insurance Company, Orange Insurance Exchange, and Condo Owners Reciprocal Insurance. That's probably a biggie for condo owners. Yeah, if you live on the the water, that's gonna be a big one. Yeah. Getting insurance for a condo is very difficult. So good news there. Hopefully okay. that starts to level out. I don't know if this is good news or bad news. It was good news for me because I'm an Ohio State fan. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers have stolen away Jim Harbaugh Big. from the national wow. championship winning Michigan Wolverines. dying to hear what this contract is. They won't, probably won't say it. But, oh, man. Well, according to a friend of mine who's a big Michigan fan, uh, Harbaugh had a six-year extension, $11.5 million plus all kinds of bonuses, and he turned it down because he wanted full control and immunity. So they say. Uh, but It's a lot harder to, to go the old Steve Spurrier, you know, uh, work two hours a day plan. You've got a lot of competition now because of the NIL thing, the yep. transfer portal, more, more regulation from the NC2A. It's a tougher job than it used to be. Well, is it tougher though? That I think I think what it is is he won the national championship of college. Now he wants a Super Bowl. Yep, he and does. he played for the Chargers at one point. Dude. Let me ask you this: so I'll put you on the line. Have there been many coaches who won the national college championship and a Super Bowl? Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, it's just a handful, right? Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer, Oklahoma, oh, and that's the Cowboys. Right. Yeah, they, uh, right? yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, he did. Though you're right. <laughs> Technically speaking, yeah. It's, no, it's only a handful. Bill Walsh didn't win with Stanford, but you know, left Stanford, go to the 49ers, and became one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah, he won in the NFL, not in yeah. college. So yeah, who else can you think? I don't know. It's only a I few. didn't know Jimmy Johnson did it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hurricanes and Cowboys. So, I don't know. Interesting. So I, 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 it's a rarity. I'm sure that's what he wants to do. He wants to join that club. Yeah. He's thinking legacy now. Yeah. Right. Plus, I don't know. You know me. They did come under fire. It was suspended four games this past year, so maybe there's something else coming down the pike. That's exactly why Pete Carroll left. Oh, Pete Carroll's another one. Pete Carroll, that's right, yeah. But that's exactly why he left USC. Yeah? The uh, the, the they, sanctions? They were about to give them uh, the death sentence, so he's, he's like, well, Seahawks are calling. See you later. Oh, maybe that's what's coming for Michigan. I mean, you never know. Thing? Maybe. Uh, uh, I thought they buried that. I don't know. But it was, it's, a, it's a big move. And now you have a national championship team that is looking for a coach. Yeah. Bill Belichick's available. Hey. <laughs> never know. Man. Brady's like, there, forget Billy. it. I want a coach. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, watch Brady come out of retirement to be the coach there you go. to Michigan. Then I'd have to like the team. Oh, my God. Thing. We couldn't have that. Jen's brain would break. <laughs>
Uh, keep an eye on Texas. This is really, truly one of the biggest constitutional challenges we've seen in this country. They are saying our state has a right to self-defense to secure our own border because specifically, as written in the Constitution, the federal government is failing. Good for Greg mm. Abbott. They're defying the order to remove the barbed wire. They're putting up more on the Texas southern border. And they're getting all kinds of support from other states now saying, yeah, absolutely. You just it, talked about Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. Right. Just wrote a long dissertation saying they have a right to do this. Good for him. Amazing. And you said there are even left-wing groups that are supporting what he did. It's an amazing thing that's that's happening here. Because anybody that's affected by this border, especially in that state, are supporting him for this. This has become the number one issue heading into November. This is massive. Yeah. yeah. Well, rightfully so. Good for Greg Abbott. Well, I'll finish off with like an anecdote here, guys, because I thought this was a little funny story. I know we got to get to John Matarese here coming up. Oh, yeah. Real quick, Tom Hollander. Not Tom Holland. We know Tom Holland as Spider-Man from the Marvel movies. Tom Hollander, you might recognize if you watch the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. He played the British captain who would always go after Jack Sparrow. Oh, yeah. He told a funny story, I guess, an interview he was doing. He said he accidentally got sent Tom Holland's box office bonus for the <laughs> Avengers movies. Oh, my God. Can you imagine what that was? <laughs> he said uh-huh. it was an astonishing amount of money. He said not the whole box office bonus, just the first one. And he finished off by saying it was more money than I'd ever seen in one check. <laughs> wow. <laughs> imagine. And he gave it back. Nice. Yeah. It's like, wow. um, Tom, this, this wrong Tom, guys. Tom Hollander. For a quick moment there. <laughs> he was living the life. He almost had it. And I'm sure he does well on his own, but still. Sure. still he doesn't like, make that kind of money. Can Spider-Man. you imagine what that bonus was? Oh, my goodness. Spider-Man money's different. Yeah. <laughs> well, coming up next, you're right. We are going to talk to John Metteris. And uh, it specifically involves something you've been going through, Diener. With mm. at, it's happened twice to you. It has, yeah. Tickets you've bought online and paid for have been stolen out of your account. Yep. Don't get it. No fun. Well, what do you do when that actually happens? Because it happens to a lot of people. You know who's telling us about that? John Matteris, our consumer reports expert. Yeah. Coming in next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matteris. Wow. Uh, boy, does this one hit close to home. I've heard of other people, including our very own Diener right over there, Jen, right. going through this ticket scam. How do you know if your concert tickets or event tickets are the real thing? Are you about to be scammed? Can you prevent it? Because there's a lot of these, you know, offshoot resale sites out there, too. Right. And if you get scammed, can you get your money back? Or can you actually get the tickets? No other better person to ask than our Consumer Reports expert, John Matteris. How do you know if you're getting scammed or if you're getting the real thing? You have to be so careful, Jen and Bill, these days, because uh, so many people are getting scammed. Uh, with the concerts, because they're so expensive and they're impossible to find tickets. You know, as you know, Taylor Swift, I mean, that's the one where tickets were selling for $5,000. Right, But right. you've got a lot of other, you've got a lot of other shows. Uh, you know, even older acts like Garth Brooks. I mean, there's just a lot of shows. Morgan Wallen, I mean, where, where tickets are selling for a very high prices now. So you try to get them on Ticketmaster, and of course they're gone in 10 minutes. So then you're like, what do I do? Well, you're looking at the resale, and they want $500, $800, uh, $1,000. Know, then you check some other sites. StubHub, that's another one of the most popular. Expensive there, too. But what you have to do is you really need to stick with those legitimate sites. Painful as it may be to, to go to StubHub and Vivid Seats, Ticketmaster, of course, those have guarantees. They have fraud guarantees. If you're sold a bad ticket 
on one of those major sites and you just want to look at it, look at the fraud guarantee, you know, they will cover it. They will refund your money. Uh, the problem is that people are looking elsewhere for tickets and they're finding uh, posts, posts on Facebook, posts on Instagram. Somebody says, hey, I've got two extra Taylor Swift tickets. I'll sell it for 350 bucks." And, you know, these days that's a good deal. But we had a woman and her daughters ripped off that way, where they thought it was a friend of theirs on Facebook who said, hey, I got some extra Taylor Swift tickets uh, for the upcoming show this fall when she's back in the country, and uh, I'll give you the seat to face value, 250 bucks." She jumped on it, uh, Venmoed him the money because she trusted him, somebody she knew on Facebook, Venmoed him over $1,000, money disappeared. Wow, that's oh, no ticket. That just stinks. What happened? What happened? Turns out that wasn't her friend. Her friend's Facebook page been hacked. And the hacker then starts posting posts about, hey, I've got tickets to Taylor Swift. I've got tickets to Bad Bunny. I've got tickets to see, you know, whoever it is. And uh, people fall for it. It's terrible. Oh, that's terrible. horrible. So you need to be so careful. And here's the key with the tickets. First of all, again, get a site that has a money-back guarantee. Uh, you know, those major sites, StubHub, Ticketmaster, uh, Vivid, there's, there's like four others that are really good with the money-back guarantees. The other thing you want to do is never pay for concert tickets via Zelle or Venmo. And, I mean, there's there's so much going on with those money transfer apps right now yeah. because once the money's gone, you can't get it back. There's no getting it back. It's yeah. gone. It's, it's gone. like handing. It's like the old days on a street corner in front of the concert arena, and a guy's got, hey, I've got two tickets here. <laughs> and they're like, okay, I'll give you 200 bucks cash. And then, of course, the tickets turn out to be fake, and you're out the cash. But it's the same thing as the guy, you know, the guy in the trench coat on the street corner in the old days who would be selling you those tickets. Go with the real sites. And then maybe you got a uh, an adult kid living at home that's living at home because he or she spends all her money on concert tickets. <laughs> this is that's something right. you've been writing about, you know, especially on social media, too, recently here. I mean, how about charging rent? Are more people doing this? Yes, some parents are now charging rent because what's happening is the cost of housing is so high and people oh, are getting yeah. married later. So people have a lot of kids, kids who are no longer cute little junior high kids, but they're 24 years old. You know, uh, they've either gone to college or didn't gone to college. Maybe they've graduated. Maybe they've got that first job, but they're 23, 24, 25, 26 years old. And it's like, Mom, you know, an apartment's going to be 2000 a month. Can't afford that. I can't afford a house. You know, a starter home is 600000 What am I going to do? Mom and Dad are nice. They say, okay, just stay in your bedroom. You know, it's kind of like, you know, the old days. It reminds them of the kid being young. Yeah, right. But, but the thing is, you know, that just leads to such codependency. The experts say that's not a that's not a good road to go down because then you're dependent on them being there and helping. They're dependent on the free rent. Uh, they say, you know what? You may not want to charge them full rent because it, it seems kind of cruel to ask your kids to pay a thousand dollars to live in their childhood <laughs> home with the Star Wars posters on the wall. But uh, you know, but have them help out. The key is have them help out. Say, hey. You know, you're going out this week and buying half the groceries, and it's on you. You've got a job. You're going to do that. And by the way, we get an electric bill and a water bill for your 30-minute showers. You're going to start paying the water bill. And just have them pay some of it. Have them pay some of the bills. Have them certainly pay groceries, especially guys that just eat and eat. And uh, have them help out that way. So you don't have to be Cruella DeVille and make them pay a full rent. But uh, don't give them a free ride at age 25. doesn't help anyone. Yeah, no, I agree. I nice agree. to have them home, but make a pay something. Mm-hmm. Put some skin in the game, they used to say, John. Yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. We've got uh, those two stories. I know you've got those on social media as well as your Don't Waste Your Money Consumer Report on our uh, news partner, WPTV News Channel 5. Where do we find you on social media, though? Yeah, John Matarese Money on Facebook and on Instagram. John Matarese on X for a daily consumer alert. Outstanding. Awesome. Thanks for the tips. We'll talk to you in a week. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese.